Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post, the most magical podcast on earth. <laughs> is that true? I believe so. It's been said as such, yeah. Alright, anyway, my name's Geiger, that's Christian. Hiya, pal! Mm. Oh boy! Mm-mm-mm. I knew something, I knew we were in for something bad. We're your host with a post, and uh, this week is uh, really hits real close to the to the vest. Little, little, yeah, little, little insider, you say? Now, what are you wearing right now? Wearing my uh, Gaston's gym shirt. This mm-hmm. is my the shirt I wear when I go to the Magic Kingdom. Mm, and you go, let's see, uh, more than a grown up should go. I go about once a month. Uh-huh. We have the yearly pass. Yes. I think I've been to the Magic Kingdom since the beginning of the year. I've been to Magic Kingdom four times. Wow. I've been to Epcot once and mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom once and. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, what the hell is the other one? Oh, uh, Hollywood Studios once. Okay, so that's a lot. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if you're, I mean, now how many times have you taken your child? She's gone five of those seven okay. times. So two times. No, six of the seven times. Yeah. Oh, okay. So only once. <laughs> only once without. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this week's episode is about uh, those sort of freaks, <laughs> those absolute <laughs> insane people that go to. Disney World or obsessed with Disney World and all things Disney in general. Correct. We have a, a episode chock full of content. Boy, a lot of stuff, huh? Yeah, a little too much stuff, probably. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get started and uh, talking about Disney freaks. Absolutely. So these freaks, in particular, have a lot of online places that they like to hang out, and one of those places is a website called micechat.com. Micechat.com. Correct. Gotcha. This is a forum in the style of something awful, almost. Just the straight block classic, forum. Classic forum. Yep. Hi, you know, link highlight, usernames, no no images or anything, just sure. straight up. So somebody started a thread on this micechat.com forum asking... Do you ever get strange looks because you're a Disney fan? Mm-hmm. All right. So here's some of the answers to that. Constantly. <laughs> I even teach and my students even are like, you're weird. It's funny too. Coming out of the closet was easy by comparison. Oh. The Disney thing? That's where I clip my sentences and watch what I do. Okay. <laughs> what a weird way to say that. <laughs> clip my sentences. Yeah. Next one here is, okay, I'm not quite 30, but I'm close to it. And yes, I have received numerous raised eyebrows and giggles because of my love of all things Disney. I have tons of Disney camp and Hawaiian shirts that I like to wear around town and the house. But at work, it's a different story. I work as an aviation refueler at our local airport with a bunch of other blue-collar fellas, and sometimes they find my love and knowledge of Disney a little frightening. The only, th- <laughs> the only thing Disney I have there is my wall locker, which has a few magnets and photos of Disney World. It is cool, though, when I have friends that are making trips to the Disney parks, they'll call me and ask for advice on where to go and what to do. I used to go to Disneyland numerous times when I was in the service and just loved it. That is and my, cool. <laughs> my wife and I used to travel two to three times a year from here to California or Florida. We have an extensive DV- Disney DVD library, VHS, and Blu-ray, along with sculptures, artwork, and animation books that I've purchased over the years. My friends will bring their children over to my house, and they don't want to leave. But it's really neat to be mistaken for a cast member at the park by actual cast members or by other guests with questions because I know so much. What? How are you mistaken for a... <laughs> Probably because he's dressed like That's he should true, be yeah. working there. Um, he goes to California and Florida. Yeah, so I'm assuming Midwest, I'm assuming this guy's mm-hmm. it. Uh, I hope so. I hope they're not in uh, Alaska. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, here's, here's one. Bulgaria. Here's one from a 25-year-old girl. I have lots of Disney shirts and one or two purses and even Little Mermaid fleece pants. Yeah, I do get strange looks when I wear them, even in the place like Hot Topic where I get most of it from. <laughs> like one person, after seeing my pink aerial jacket, asked if I was a bit too old to be wearing something like that. And I said no. One of my sisters-in-laws thinks that I'm weird because of my love in Disney. And just to get her back, I sent her nephew... Uh, excuse me, I sent my nephew a stuffed poo and Tigger when he was born because I knew she would never, and so far has never, bought him anything, even Mickey Mouse related. Really weird family okay. dynamic. Yeah, there. so, yeah, it's weird to have, okay, 25-year-old obsessed with Disney, and then the sister does, hates Disney so much, <laughs> will not even let her baby her infant child, sure. Stuff. That's pretty weird. Um, this one is the last one I have on this topic and probably maybe the saddest one. Great. So it's funny. Even 18 year old kids get weird looks. 
I'm 18, and my friends think it's homo to enjoy Disney movies. I really don't let it bother me, because I know that secretly my friends like Disney also. Uh, they only make fun of me because they're jealous of my sweet Disney collection. Ooh, boy. <laughs> you almost got it, bud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, so close to the mark. Uh, great. Yeah, so uh, I think that sums up a lot of these folks. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's pretty good Pretty gamut. good cross-handling. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I found a, uh, this is a, a rant that's sort of inspired a lot of this stuff. This was, uh, okay. Yep. Posted on Facebook. This sure. lady went off about, uh, she hates, uh, childless couples at, that go to Disney. Okay. Let's see what she so has to say. So she had a very, a lot of stuff to say. And there's a lot of caps in here. There's a lot of angry emojis. Okay. Uh, it pisses me off to no end when I see childless couples without at Disney World. DW is a family amusement park, yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap. They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buy their babies treats and toys. They will never experience the exhaustion that is to chase a three-year-old around and getting stares at assuming I'm a bad mother. Okay. This cunt in some very slutty shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel, and Aiden wanted one, but the line was very long, so I said later, and it broke his poor little heart, and he cried, I wanted to take that fucking pretzel from that tramp, like, thanks, bitch, you made my son cry. DW is for children. People without children need to be banned. Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the line. You have no fucking idea what it's like to have to stand in line for three hours with a cranky, tired, exhausted toddler, and I can't just tell him that we can't do something because it's his vacation, too. I fucking hate childless women with a burning passion. Mm, yeah. I think this lady has a little bit more issues outside of just uh, sure. Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> just spitballing. She hates mind. childless women. Boy, that's rough, huh? <laughs> that's a very, like, 1840s line of thinking where it's like, if you're a woman... If you're over the age of 16, you need to have several <laughs> children. children. Yeah. Just hanging off your teats mm-hmm. as you're walking around. Yeah. yeah. Mm, boy. Um, I can say going to the park with children. I've never had a, a bad experience. I mean, the lines and everything, never had a bad experience because it is literally engineered to just mm-hmm. shuttle people through. You are cattle there and it's, they are just wanting to load you up with $7 pretzels and $7. You found a, found a good price uh, yeah, pretzel right. there. <laughs> That did get the cheese-filled ones. You get the just the regular ones. Yeah, um, they're uh, you kind of lines are kind of part of the 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 thing there. You kind of just, yeah, you just have to do it, right? Thematic, right? And a lot of them are have stuff going on, so it doesn't feel like you're standing mm-hmm. there for twenty minutes, which you, or longer. Um, it just sounds like this lady is upset that she has children it's and really, chose to go to Disney World with her children. It's insane jealousy, is mm-hmm. what it probably is. Yeah, I, I do love the uh, this. What was it? The whore and slutty short, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's wearing shorts. Boy, that's so tough. What a what a massive whore. And that's uh, that that came out what just a couple days ago, right? That was a that's a recent. Uh, thing. There was an article written about it. No, yeah. it was one of these where it's been around for a little while, and then it for some reason blew up again. Um, it's a mysterious, uh, cool lady. <laughs> you got her posts everywhere. Well, I'm sure it's having a great time online mm-hmm. from after that. All right, so we're recording this a couple days after the second Democratic debates, right? Um, And I found a listicle of the 2020 Democratic candidates as Disney characters. Oh, no. All right, so what I want to do is I want to read off the name of the candidate, and I want you to guess which Disney character the writer of this article chose to Mm. represent that candidate. Mm -hmm. All right? We can do that. All right, so let's start. Pete Buttigieg. Okay. Um... I am going to go with this is not this is not good because I can't think of any Disney characters. So I'm going to go with uh, the uh, the teacup. Oh no, Chip, that would have been good. No, he uh, this the writer of this article who is Meg Hansen said that Pete Buttigieg is Pinocchio. Pinocchio, okay, because he's a liar. Um, I think it's more that he does look like a small doll-like boy. Okay, so we're becoming. Uh, <laughs> I see what we're doing here. We're doing more. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's physical. Yeah. Okay, now so, this helps. This helps. All right, Kamala Harris. Mm. Ursula. Oh, you know that would have been good too. Uh, no, and this may uh, show where this person's coming from. The writer. Uh, she put down that Kamala Harris is Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast, the loving, attentive ah. uh, head of household of a enchanted castle. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay, so we got Marianne Williamson. Um, 
some witch, some bizarre <laughs> sorceress lady. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you actually yeah, that's a she, they. Uh, this is Yzma from the Emperor's New Groove, the sorceress. I never seen never a seen second it. of that nah. funny thing. Well, that's all right. We got John Hickenlooper, Gaston. Ah, uh, no, same movie. Uh, Lumiere, the Candlestick. Ah, okay. Literally, sure. no, don't understand the the Great. thought process behind that. Eric Swalwell. I. A Disney character no one's heard of. No, um, this one is actually Ursula. Okay. <laughs> Great. All right, we got our pal Bernie Sanders. Okay, that's the... Um, uh, I'll go with Mufasa. Yeah, you know, that'd be pretty good. Uh, this chick said that he was the hunchback from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. All right. <laughs> oh, right. Great. We'll do one more. This is Amy Klobuchar. You're, you're, mm, you're... Who's got the best feet of any uh, uh, Elsa? Uh, actually, this person said that she was Cusco the Llama from the Emperor's New Groove. So, uh, and on that one, we'll just go ahead and yeah, you, move on uh, to the next. You managed to mispronounce almost all the candidates' names. Oh, But well. you got all the Disney names right, which says a lot about what you are. Okay. <laughs> this is a thread on uh, the subreddit Unpopular Opinions. Okay. Adults who are obsessed with Disney are creepy. Hmm. Look, can you advert your <clears> gaze, please? I get nostalgic feelings towards movies and or characters, but when you're planning vacations to only Disney and dress in Disney and have Disney decor in your house and or a Disney vanity plate in your car, it's weird. You're an adult. Mm. There's a response from Frost27. I'm about to demonstrate to you how kneecaps are a privilege and not a human right. Oh, wow. So <laughs> we had a threat, <laughs> a bizarrely specific physical threat. Trying to think of what a, what kind of weapon... Um the, whatever the candlestick's name is from uh that'd be a good uh, <laughs> that the brooms from uh from Fantasia. Ooh. There you go. Uh that I think the broom would have been a good one for uh like Jay Inslee. Just like oh, sure. wooden. Yeah. And uh You should you should uh get on Twitter yeah, afterwards. I'll, I'll sit, submit my own thing. <laughs> uh there's another response to that. This is from uh, at Byro one two three four five one two three four five. You know when people complain about adult, adults going to kid movies and saying they have no life, why do you think they any better by complaining about it? And you know what? I love MLP, I love Adventure Time, and I love Disney movies and the Lego movie and so on. And you know what? I love pissing people like you off because you're the actual immature ones for complaining about this things. You are the one with no life because you simply can't go by without insulting us. You believe you are superior, but why do you think that is? Is it because your parents hated that you were liking stuff that wasn't appropriate for your viewing and taking out on others? That's the first sentence. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> if so, you know better than them, and I know this probably won't change your mind, but why not watch these kids' films and see if they are worth watching, and maybe then you will not be a whiny, stuck-up dick who tries to ruin other people's days. Mm. Good points. I like watch with an H thrown in there. Watch. watch. <laughs> mm, nice. Yeah. So, we have someone going on a completely protective of their uh, interests. Sure, they love MLP and Adventure Time. Probably mm. love some other stuff too that's Yep. Mommy putting their pacifier in. Uh-huh. Actually, let's hold on that one because I have some stuff on that later. Uh-oh. Alright, um, this is some... So I went on TripAdvisor and I was looking at the reviews of Walt Disney World, which is right right down the road from us here. Want to know if you want to go there or not? Yeah, right. Yeah, I was trying to check out. See <laughs> So here's uh, three reviews I found on the most magical place on Earth. Uh-huh. The title of this one is Synthetic Experiences, Shameless Cultural Appropriation, and Rampant Capitalism. Yep. <laughs> the, and the world loves it. Disney uh-huh. sure knows how to extract every last dollar from their guests. The experiences numb the pain. We had a good time, but we sure paid for it. All hail Disney stock price. Keep paying that dividend. The next one here is so from... That's a- just a, that's a negative yeah it, it was a one star okay yeah but had a great time uh, <laughs> but i'm not really happy with the uh with the back end uh-huh. what that means for the back end of it um so this is from user cole s it was pretty bad well you might think that this is the best thing for kids and all it's really not though there are long lines and nothing there is under ten dollars trust me if you have kids in about 30 minutes they will without a doubt be whining about how they want to go home you may have heard about these fast pass things that is Disney's way of saying, if you pay 25 bucks a ride, we will let you cut three feet in front of everyone else. So don't waste your time. Go to some place like the beach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not quite... Not quite the same experience. How is that? 
the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not going to be paying uh, $25 a ride. Mm-hmm. Not how that works anyways. But uh, Yeah, there's also no rides. That's probably... That's a part of it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, you're definitely not going to have mm-hmm. any lines there. Um, so on the FastPass thing from PGD, FastPass has officially caused an unfair class system. Okay. All right. This sounds like the first one in a, in a sense. <laughs> the FastPass queue line jumping initiative has ruined both the enjoyment of our vacation and the idea that Walt Disney wanted to bring joy to all. There is a class system. The first tier is if you stay at a Disney resort. You get first pick of the fast passes, including the popular rides. The second, like our family, can book fast passes for the less popular rides. Then I suppose there are people who pay at the gate who have no choice. We queued for three hours and 16 minutes in Pandora. We watched hundreds of people sail past us while my children sat on the floor. I paid thousands for these tickets. How can Disney allow my dollar to make me a second-rate guest? Although I don't condone the attack on a Disney worker this week at Tower of Terror, Mm. I can see why she felt entitled to object. I fear you will see more aggression as you promote this class structure. The magic certainly doesn't feel real when you sit on the floor in a dark room for three hours. Oof. Yeah, that does. That's pretty pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> why, are you, why are you sitting on the floor for three hours? Yeah, well, those some of those lines do. If okay. she, I mean, if she was in the Pandora section, those lines are mm-hmm. long. Long. I would not wait. Uh, and this mm. is in, in in my argument is that you don't have to do that. There's like so many things there yeah. that you don't have to wait for. Mm. Like, yeah, we get there early. I uh, I know the um, I think I guess it was Harry Potter World, mm-hmm. which is not Disney, Universal. not yet. Let's <laughs> uh, wait a few months. <laughs> and uh, I know when they opened up the new Hagrid ride, mm-hmm. and apparently the first day, first like weekend there were eight hour waits. <laughs> it's insane. Good God. You're gonna hang out in Florida in the in July and stand around for eight hours. Yeah, we were talking about going to the opening of the uh, Star Wars Land when it opens at Disney. Oof. No, that's gonna, not gonna <laughs> do that. That'll be hell. Not gonna do that. Gonna, but it'd be a great time to go to any of the other parks. I'm Absolutely, sure. or uh, do anything else with your life. Well, I mean, but yeah. <clears throat> this feels like a personal <laughs> thing. <laughs> This is a, uh, <clears throat> a thread on um, a forum that we've covered in the past. Okay. The subreddit is uh, ch- child-free. Oh, great. Okay. Adults-only days should be a thing at Disney and Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. I've been to Disneyland and Universal Studios once, and it was amazing, but seeing all the little shits whining because <laughs> they want yet another toy was annoying. I've traveled a long way from Australia to be there. Wow. I'm going to go back next year and would gladly pay extra to have adult-only days. And then uh, I think she got some shit for that. Sure. Uh, edit, I obviously understand that they are never going to stop kids from going. But the point I wanted to make, which some others have also, is that kids and parents with children think that their kids are entitled to more than us because we are adults. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I paid for my ticket, too. If I want to try the wand spells at Harry Potter or have a photo in front or with someone, I should be able to do that without having to fight little kids being pushed forward by their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Go back to listen to that child free episode to hear more uh, grown ups who are actually children, but hate children. <laughs> Arrest, uh, complete arrested development of their adulthood. Yeah, it's hard to sure. imagine being a grown up and wanting to take uh, photos with. Um, uh, uh, Again, this just feels really <laughs> pointed. This is from Twitter, a Twitter user whose name is Ashton Birdie. She's a cute little young thing. Hmm. She posted two images of herself in a diner drinking a milkshake, and the caption on it was, probably going to go watch Mickey Mouse Club later. How about you? A little innocuous, okay. cutesy thing. Okay, sure. So here's a response from user Chocolate Bees. I'm reading a book about the post-truth society and the inherent failings of the failings of the education system and the media to equip people with the ability to recognize agenda-based populist rhetoric. Walt Disney was a megalomaniac, megalomaniac fascist, by the way, and like the serious face emoji. And this is like a to me like a total. I hope she sees this, bro. Like, mm. moment, like yeah, I hope so. She's gonna see that and be like, oh my god, you're so deep, right? Yeah, I'm gonna throw away all my Mickey Mouse stuff because. Uh, <laughs> The deep, the deep guy with the trench coat online. Uh, uh, his AV is, yeah, yeah, pretty much that. Yep, yep, yeah. Uh, so the Lion King came out recently, the remake. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to hear my opinions on it, go back to the, I guess, last week's bonus episode, yeah. uh, Patreon episode. Uh, in short, 
I thought it was the worst thing that ever happened. <laughs> so a hardcore Lion King fan posted this on Facebook. So now that we all know that we have 99 days to prepare for the new Lion King. Oh, boy. For all intents and purposes of us 90 kids having a proper sing-along, please follow the movie theater seating charts accordingly. And they include a graphic of a movie theater with the drawn crude sections of the seating mark, the sure. sopranos, tenors, altos. Uh, and then a special section in the front that just said the people who decided to still bring their kids to an adult movie. I'm, mm, I'm sorry? Know your parts, people. Come July 19th, this is not a rehearsal. Y'all have tw- had 25 years to learn y'all parts. P.S. For all people who still decide to bring your kids to an obvious adult film, you can't sit with us. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so, the new, the new Lion King is not an adult film. It's an obvious adult film. It's so... Mm. I agree. Now, is there a part in there where uh, Simba grabs Nala by the back of the neck and pins her down? Yeah. And forcibly... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. God. Boy, there's a lot of stumbling blocks in that <laughs> one for me. Um, now, the fact that you said that this film, the musical numbers are nowhere near... Oh, they're, they're god-awful. So I'm just wondering what crushing, absolute soul crushing defeat that person felt. When they no, this is one of those people who could Com- not be reasoned out of anything. Yeah, it's Ruby, Ruby colored glass. Just yeah, best movie yep. they've ever seen in their life. Sure. Probably. Wow. I saw quite a few people wearing Lion King gear at the theater. That just seems like such a weird thing to be like an Uber fan of. Like, yeah, I don't like specific know. like to be a specific like Lion King fan. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Like, I love. Disney films. Right. Like Lion King, you know, probably my favorite of that era of Disney, but... The rena- the Disney Renaissance, as it's called, yeah. can't yes. imagine uh, breaking out the gear. Uh, a lot of Hakuna Matata shirts. Yeah, you, like you walk into somebody's house and it's just like all Oliver and company. Like, would you you'd be like, you'd be like, I need to get the fuck out of here, like, right now. You would, That would be the last thing you'd see. You would never see another thing again. <laughs> Oh, good uh, God. Why should I worry, though, right? <laughs> All right. Great. All right. This is a New York Post article I found. Dad arrested at Disney World for being a drunk mess. Mm. Um, you've been to Disney World before? Uh, <laughs> All right. I've, I've, I've been once, and I was 13. Oh, wow. So. You didn't take, didn't you take your kid? I uh, went to, went to Epcot. Oh, uh, wow. And, uh. <laughs> I was a drunk mess then, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Drank around the can, world. <laughs> you can drink around the world at Epcot. It is pretty sweet, though. All right. Disney World isn't always the happiest place on Earth. That was the case for visitors on Sunday when an Ohio man was arrested after several people complained that he was on a drunken tirade. Witnesses reported that Brian Olmstead, 35, was cursing and plying through crowds with a stroller at a park in, at the park in Orlando, Florida. Olmstead, who was visiting from Brunswick, Ohio, was charged with disturbing the peace and child neglect for the incident at Disney's Art of Animation Resort. Visitors said that Olmsted had been at the pool bar with his young child when he drank himself into a state of un- intoxication. Over the course of four hours, employees received at least 11 complaints about the dad, with several reporting that he used racial slurs and threatened them with violence. Yep. A staff member escorted Olmsted back to his hotel room, but he returned and refused to leave the food court. Orange County police arrived to find his son, who was badly sunburned, who and had been sitting in a dirty diaper for hours. Oh my God. Officers arrested Olmstead and transported him to jail. While in the patrol car, he repeatedly threatened police and said President Trump would kill the officer driving the vehicle. <laughs> he was released from jail Monday after posting a $2,200 bond. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's what, like a paycheck? That's not bad. Yeah. Oh. For some people it is. For many people it's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah, sorry. Oh. No, sorry. It started <laughs> oh, so coming together. Uh, okay, your your yeah. pen your pen name, Brian Olmsted. Huh? <laughs> uh boy. I like the racist remarks. It always has to go there, doesn't it? Oh sure. I and I also love the well, I don't love uh the li- leaving your child in a dirty diaper for f- just ah, in the ow. sun. Oh god almighty, can you imagine? <laughs> What's the thought process behind there? Like mm. Mm. There's none. That's that's probably that, it. I think that's it. Just yeah. answer my own question. I think it was and, uh, uh, might have something to do with the alcohol he was drinking. <laughs> Maybe. But President Trump will kill a police officer. <laughs> Famously anti police officer <laughs> Donald Trump. So uh we have recent news there's gonna be a little mermaid remake. Sure. Why, why the not? hell well, the fuck wouldn't there be? Sure. And uh apparently they've cast a uh, an African American woman to be <gasps> Ariel. Oh. And, uh, 
Well, some people didn't take too kindly to that. There's a woman on Facebook responding to that. what do you mean, some people? Hmm. <laughs> Ariel is known for her pale white skin and red hair. <laughs> there are other princesses of color that are meant to be for colored actors. Uh, Ariel is white. Her family is white. Triton, her father, is a Caucasian Greek god. So is the rest of her family. If we had Jasmine or Tiana, who are traditionally colored as a white woman role, it would be backlash as whitewashing. It's not about the actress. It's about keeping tradition and values. Wow. <laughs> This actress would be amazing as Tiana or any other role that had a colored part. If they want to make an all-black cast a Little Mermaid similar to The Wiz, heck yeah, I'm on board. But not my classic, The Little Mermaid. Props to Disney for trying to be more diverse, but do it as an original <laughs> princess or one that is already portrayed as colored. Oh, boy. She um, said colored, colored a whole... quite a few times. That's... <laughs> Oof. This is another post. Oh, um, good. There's more. So okay. the guy said, uh, "The guy said, I think it's funny people are upset it's a black girl. She's a damn mermaid. Who says mermaids are white? Okay. So a lady, you know, makes sense, right? A lady responded, um, science? <laughs> mermaids would never have black skin tone because they're underwater and they live super deep under there. The sunlight doesn't even hit their skin and they can only breathe out of the water, so it doesn't make sense that she would be black. Plus, she has red hair. Ah, mm. <laughs> Thank you, Richard Dawkins, yeah. for your. <laughs> it's just science, folks. And you know what? I fucking love science. <laughs> you, <laughs> we should make a meme for uh, one of those I fucking love science with Facebook page word. with that on there. <laughs> Over top of like a pixelated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Epic science fact. Hmm. Mermaids live underwater, so they can't be black. Of course they're white. That's why they have uh, bright red hair, too, and uh, (laughs) seashells permanently attached to their big, heaping tits. Oh. Their beautiful, soft, pink areoles. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's move on. Per usual, I went to Quora. Yep. Found a post titled, Is the It's a Small World After All theme park ride racist? Mm-hmm. This is an answer from Alan Carson, UK national and citizen of the world. Kind of fitting within the uh, small world. Are you another annoying paid EU poster trying to sell us how endless unrestricted mass immigration and specifically Islamization is a good thing and that anyone who does not want it is racist? Tell me how anyone who reads a book that espouses murder of non-believers and praying five to six times per day, five hours, is likely to bring harmony with them. I won't be waiting for the pro-EU labor Islamization party. Um, and this answer received two upvotes. So two folks <laughs> read that and thought, yeah, uh, yeah that answers you know, the question. Good, so. good point. Yeah, great. Islamization. Mm. Yeah, as soon as you said uh, citizen. Or, citizen of the world. Like, oh, no. Sure, this sure. is going to be... <laughs> Yeah, I do like that with the dichotomy of the uh, the ride where you take a very slow boat through a bunch of baby doll children that are supposed to represent every country. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, a song that hasn't been updated in fifty years. Oh sure, it's that that ride is hell. That ride absolutely sucks. They did a new thing with it where they uh, if you have if you scan your band. Like as you're leaving, it'll like show like you your name and like the map, like because oh. it like. It showed like us in Tampa. Like you're from Tampa, and it's like here's your name. Horrific. <laughs> so Disney's tracking you too. So hey, no big deal. Mm-hmm. That's I don't think that's surprising. No, no, sure, why not? Uh, anyone that calls themselves a citizen of some sort is usually an <laughs> asshole, right? It's not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. for some reason that's sovereign citizen. Yep, citizen of the world. I bet it's the same the world. Sort of yeah, sure. We know what that means. So I found a. Uh, this is a thread titled. People, we've definitely got a situation here <laughs> on the forum, Bronies for Christ. Very good. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> the user, a man undercover, posted this. So many times I have seen many things in my life, but <laughs> Disney is considering making Elsa from Frozen a lesbian in the upcoming sequel is something I am not going to stomach. Mm. In case many have forgotten, the company was founded by Walt Disney himself, who happens to have been a conservative Republican Presbyterian Christian. The company's current decision is something I believe the man behind the mouse would be far from proud of, and already I can see him rolling in his grave if the decision to make major characters in Disney films gay falls through. Mm. If anything, if they do anything like that, it would disgrace the very name of Disney. (laughs) 
among other things, it's not just people who are gay who are fans of Disney and the Frozen series, but also people who do not approve of gay marriage. The company should create something for Elsa that everyone approves of, something parents can let their children see. In short, it should not be something only one certain party is going to like. In reality, promoting homosexuality is far from honest when it comes to making money, and I find that this whole making major characters gay thing would not be good for business. This petition is made to ensure that everyone can always feel the smiles of Disney himself to honor his beliefs and to aid the company by showing just how much damage this decision can cause them. It also isn't made to merely combat liberal ideologies. It's made to show that we care for the Disney company as well as for the character of Elsa and so many others. Uh. So there's a link to a petition that has 42 signatures out of a total 100. Mm. Never heard of a petition for... 100 signatures. <laughs> like, For, against something that to, uh, a juggernaut of... Yeah. yeah <laughs> like sure. someone at Disney's going to get... Well, they got 100 signatures. <laughs> I, I guess we'll the, cancel the billion-dollar movie we're making. Yeah, boy. I love the idea of Walt Disney's frozen head spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's, he's, have a grave. We'll talk more about that later. Excellent. Oh, man. Bronies for Christ, huh? Yeah, I didn't spend too long on that forum, but I think we might in the future one day. I can picture that happening. You just, you're like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. All right. So, you and I both know this well, I think. No one wants to go through life as a single rider, right? What? Okay. So, in Disney, uh-huh. when you go to the park by yourself, they have a special place in each line. Myself, well, <laughs> each line where if you're a single rider, they pair you with other people oh. so that they can fill the seats, right? Okay, but maybe you'll find love doing that. So this is uh, a bunch of Craigslist mixed connections oh. from Disneyland. Mm. Mm. So let me just... Uh, this is from downtown Disney. You asked me where the bathrooms were and told me I rocked. <laughs> so this is a long shot since you're probably a tourist. I thought you were pretty cute and had some nice art on your arm. If you're interested, tell me what color shirt I was wearing. I believe there's uh, something like two two hundred thousand people go through there each day. Now, saying you rock, yeah, that reminds me of someone I know that goes to Disney. Oh, that says Hello. that rocks. <laughs> so I'm oh, saying, oh, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I think I think they they thought you were cute. They liked the art on your arms. This is from the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Chances are you won't see this, but I'm kicking myself for being so shy and quiet. Especially since I'm usually a social butterfly. You made me nervous. We happened to be both flying solo to the happiest place on earth, but lost each other in the crowd after making it to the entrance. You liked my tattoos. I thought you were super cute. Your ride review was on point. We both have the same color band. What color is it, and what ride did I have a fast pass for? I'd love to plan a day to park hop together. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, let me place... Where are they at? Where did they meet? They're um, outside sounds, the park? It sounds like they met... At the airport. Okay. That's what I'm... I'm so, uh, you have to be both be flying solo to the happiest place on Earth. Okay, yep. I got you. So, they met at the airport. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, but we lost each other in the crowd after making it in making it in the entrance. So, or, or maybe they met in the parking lot. I don't know. So... Yeah. And, and again, someone likes someone's tattoos. It's very... Hmm. Seems like a big thing. I mean, it's a... It's a... It's... What is it? A, a identifier. I guess. I don't yeah. know. I've <laughs> never posted a disconnection. Some so. people identify bodies, certainly. <laughs> okay. All right, this is from Splash Mountain. Uh-huh. You were wearing a straw hat, white top, and Mickey slippers. Oh. It was so nice talking to you. You were too kind and sweet. You had mentioned going back on Thursday. Will you be there on Friday, maybe? Let me know. Would be nice to see you again. Just a big fucking straw hat. <laughs> white, a ta- I'm assuming a wife beater and Mickey Mouse slippers. <laughs> And nothing else. (laughs) Donald Duck in it. Yeah. Yeah. You were being dragged away by the police. (laughs) The last one I have on this one is from the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Okay. Uh, I was in a white Hurley t-shirt and tattooed. My twins were in the corner and you were beside us. Your blonde hair was beautiful. You were in a couple of my pics and I want to meet you. You also told my ex-wife about the frozen dresses on Etsy. (laughs) A lot, a lot of speculation in that last post. Did you go with your ex-wife? Is she now uh, your ex-wife? 
What the fuck? Your brought your your twins were in the corner. What the hell? <laughs> Some real shining shit right there. Uh huh. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we the hope whole, they find love. You know what? We should add misconnections to the, uh, the list show oh, potential. For My sure. God. Yeah. Is that? I didn't even know that was still a thing. I thought that was banned, or, or is that just the? No, that's the person, the, uh, oh, the like, like man for man thing. But misconnections is still still going still strong. Going strong. Never heard of anyone meeting anyone from that. <laughs> I saw you at Popeye's Chicken. You were in a plaid shirt. You were All carrying. Right, well. <laughs> well. <sighs> I found a Tumblr. This one, uh, very interesting. It's called The Illuminati is Real and It's Everywhere. Okay, great. And they have several posts about Disney. Oh, sure. sure. As, okay, so it starts off with uh, a verse from the Bible. Mm. My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every slave and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Mm-hmm. So then this person says... A spaleon is a cave or a den, a cavern by implication, a hiding place or resort. Okay, a bit of a stretch there. Den. Sure, sure. Disneyland Resort. <laughs> the etymology of the word amusement from 1600, diversion of attention, uh-huh. especially in military actions. Entertain mind amusement. Right? Yeah, sure. Getting it? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then they said, Satanic Disney. And say, Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the women who sew magic bands upon all wrists <laughs> and make veils for the heads of persons of every statue, or every stature, in the hunt for souls. Will you hunt down souls belonging to my people and keep your own souls alive? Uh-huh. And the spirit of the Egyptians within them will be emptied out, and I will confound their counsel. And they will inquire of the idols and the sorcerers and the mediums and the necromancers. Yeah. Somehow that's related to... Magic bands. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They saw that and they said, oh, that's yep. it. There's <laughs> more. They have a big PDF of the Bible and they're just like... Yeah. Uh, my God. <laughs> There's more, of course, on this blog. They have a whole... It's just a, the hashtag for Disney on that blog is so good. Sure. They have a one where it's a picture of a scene from the Disney show Good Luck Charlie. Familiar. Um, it, it was a picture of a girl, teenage girl, wearing tiger paint on her face, and she's at a birthday party smashing a pinata. Great. In Good Luck Charlie, Bridget Mendler has on a tiger face paint, wearing a blindfold, symbolizing symbolizing beta programming. Oh, the pinata is a rainbow, representing <laughs> the go over the rainbow cue given in Monarch programming. The ice cream symbolizes brain freeze, and there's a lot of spinning and balloons for disassociation. Plus, the kid who, who she goes to this party with is named Austin. Oz 10. Oz stands for Oz, and the 10 is for the Tin Man. This is all Wizard of Oz programming with the rainbow reinforcing it. Mm-hmm. Austin is 11 years old. 11 is That's bolded. Sure. I exactly know what that means. And sure. he's wearing a hypnotizing tie and a suit. Men in suits are important because these men are the programmers who come to torture the monarch slave, according to Bryce Taylor's book, Mariah Carey, and many others. What? <laughs> the floor is also Masonic checkered. All Disney stars are programmed. What? Is if you're like not convinced, MK I don't know what to Ultra tell you. St- what the hell? And one more. This was a post about Snow White. <sighs> Forbidden fruit, the apple of Adam and Eve. She eats the okay. apple, goes right, into a okay. deep trance altar. Sleep, death slash resurrection theme. The seven dwarves, a cult number. Uh-huh. Backwards message. And the word seven is the word Eve. The word Eve is in the middle, twilight, of the letters S-N, which is pronounced sin. So Eve is in the middle, gray zone, of sin. Now look at the word dwarfs. The word war is in that word. Remember, as shown above in Genesis 3.15, the word en- enmity Deep-seated, often mutual hatred is in that verse. Dwarfism is the result of mixing different kinds of seed lines. <laughs> the evil queen, mirror programming, purple stands for power, royalty, and triggering. Uh, and there's a lot more that I'm not going to read because yeah. it's uh, it somehow gets even more Just insane. a lot me. of words, huh? Boy. This is another thing. You've said it before. Like, what if they're right? 
<laughs> yeah, you know, like, what if these people How great would it be the code? If the writers at Good Luck Charlie were like, okay, we want to make sure, sh- we want to hide the symbolism for the Wizard of Oz monarch programming. What so how are we going to do it? We're going to have her wear a tiger face, and she's going to hit a pinata, rain- a rainbow pinata. We've got to get the 11 in there. Yeah. Got to make sure we get the Kit Oz 10, Oz 10 man. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Like, yeah. I feel like I need to be like hung upside down for like 20 minutes so all the blood rushes to my head and then maybe it would make sense afterwards. When they just name the girl Dorothy or something like that, like, sure. They have to be that cryptic. We're like, we won't be able to, it's in there, <laughs> but it has to, it can't be, it can't be named yeah, Dorothy. Yeah, can't put it right in front of It's got to be Austin, yeah. Oz. Ten. You can't put it right in front of these people. I'm sorry. Ooh. Very good. I actually have a blog post as well mm. uh, from a website called bluesheepdog.com. Blue Sheepdog. Yeah. Now, the title of this blog post is No Guns for Police Officers at Disney World. All right. Okay. I'm seeing what we got here. Disney World appears to have a strict no-gun policy. No law-abiding citizen, including an off-duty police officer, is allowed to carry a firearm, concealed or otherwise, to protect their family from violent predators while at Disney World. I searched Disney's website looking for clarification on this policy, but was unable to locate anything. On non-Disney websites, I have seen reports that off-duty police officers were asked to either lock up their weapon or to leave the property. I did have one of their security guards confirm that even cops aren't allowed to carry off-duty at Disney World. I requested information from Disney World about police officers carrying firearms, but so far my request has been ignored. Disney World is a huge, juicy target for terrorists and nutjobs alike. When thousands of people are gathered in one spot, one crazed individual can kill, wound, and maim a lot of innocents by detonating a bomb or by firing a gun randomly. Islamic terrorists have stated the intention to kill as many of our children as they can. Mm. Killing children at Disney World would shake Americans to the core. So, if Disney World is telling me I can't discreetly carry that carry the means to defend my family, they better have that place on lockdown. During a recent trip to Disney World, I made several observations about their security measures. First, I've observed a lot of security guards near the entrances to the different parks. The guards were not armed and did not appear to have be any higher caliber than what we have come to expect out of the contract security companies. Many were old, out of shape, or both. I observed very few guards beyond the gate areas. Second, I observed very few undercover or plainclothes security or police officers. No (sighs) doubt I would see not see all of them, but I still spotted very few. Lastly, at the gates of the parks, the guards check your bags. Depending on who was doing the checking, my bag was either not searched or only a cursory check was done. Every day I walked in, I could have toted several pounds of C4 in the bag that was not checked. At no point was I ever checked, nor was any stroller or wheelchair that came through the lines with me. Anyone could carry multiple handguns on themselves and bombs or long guns in their baggage or strollers. I can only assume that Disney World uses state-of-the-art electronic surveillance equipment, and they have deputies and or armed security hidden behind the doors labeled cast members only. However, based on my observations, (laughs) anyone can carry firearms and bombs into the Magic Kingdom. I suggest that anytime you are off-duty, you need to be armed. I also suggest that Disney World is no exception. I carried every day I was there, and at no point did they ever detect it. Stay safe. Yeah. Um, so it just feels really great knowing that some psycho cop snuck his gun into Disney World in case. Yeah. Uh, terrorists. Uh, yeah. He's wow. definitely the most likely person to kill someone. Oh, sh- uh, Absolutely. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna see that woman in line that got the last Mickey Mouse pretzel. He's gonna put her down like a goddamn dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, our, the lady that hates childless is gonna fucking gonna love that. Yeah, he's like he really is on like some scouting mission, like looking at yeah, every to see, corner like, if he can. Yeah, sure. Good lord, those are the psycho cops, right? Yeah, sure. Yep, yep, yep. yep. What's the site called again? Uh, that is bluesheepdog.com. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm. You know what? <laughs> Don't know. Didn't didn't do too far digging into it, but this was posted on uh, subreddit cringe. Oh. The time I accidentally grabbed Piglet's boob at Disney World. <laughs> A few years ago, I went to Disney World with my sister, and we were eating at some cute restaurant for breakfast, where a plethora of children Disney characters were walking around, taking pictures with the guests and whatnot. Eventually, Pooh Bear and Piglet came up to our table, and my friend and I stand to take a cute picture with them. I decided to put my arm around Piglet for the photo. I began to reach around to put my hand on their shoulder, 
I am somewhat tall with long arms, so I leaned down to make the photo less awkward, but I instead full force grabbed her breast through the suit. In response, Piglet immediately pulled away and grabbed my hand and put it on her shoulder, sort of wagging her finger at me as to say, no, put it here. I was so embarrassed and felt terrible and I wanted to apologize, but Piglet got the fuck out of there before I had the chance. I will never take another photo with Piglet. Oh, no. Mm. This guy, uh, me too Piglet. (laughs) That's... That's, that's, that's a pretty that's a pretty tall order, huh? <laughs> Good grief. Ah, that is the the costume characters are <laughs> one of the most uh that has to be the worst job. Yes. Because A, it's ninety six degrees and you're in a twenty pound costume. Just yeah. sweating your ass off. And B, you have to be in character. The yeah, they time. have like very strict rules about mm-hmm. like you can't you you cannot be within the sight of anyone to even like be to, out of character yeah, for a second at all they, they all have to learn how to do the signatures all this shit I, I uh yeah I had a friend that worked at Disney uh you can't see shit in those costumes <laughs> so like when you're walking through a crowd and you if you're there and you see them they're basically like doing this like you know the blind you know waving they're horrific terrible <laughs> it looks like they're like, hey, everybody. Yeah, they're literally they, just they're really can't. Just like, I don't want to like knock any children over yeah. and break their legs. Yeah. I had no idea Goofy was blind. <laughs> Apparently he is. <laughs> what is Goofy? Isn't he a dog? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's that's that discussion. It's like he's a dog, supposedly, right? But so is Pluto. And, and one of them's a... One of them's a slave. So, yeah. yeah. All right. This is a post from a subreddit that we dove deep into on episode 26, which uh, was the men going their own way. All right. This is from Reddit. Disney's Moana was inspired by MGTOW. Mulan was inspired by... Moana. Oh, Moana. Okay. Okay. So... Oh, that doesn't make it anymore. No, it doesn't logical. make it anymore. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, so let's go through this. So we all know almost all the movies are feminist propagandas and having the following characteristics. Sure. A man risks his life to save others and becomes a hero. Another man is the villain. Women or men are equally stronger in physical strength. Women are always more clever than the men. Finally, either the so-called hero gets the girl in almost all the movies or die for the girl. So that propaganda brainwash that every male movie fan has seen... He will become a hero and get a girl if he serves a woman eat with by risking his life. That's why most movie fans are white knights and others put all their energy, time, and money to serve a pussy. Moana movie is the same in about the first four characteristics except the fifth. She invites him, which talking about Maui, to her village and that means she wanted to marry or at least cohabitate with him. Instead, he becomes her slave. He decides going his own way. He turns into a bird and flies far away from the girl. I saw most of the females are shocked about the end of Moana movie, and they're making some video explanations about the happy end of Moana. But too late, feminists. Even now, the Disney know that the happy end is men going their own way. (laughs) I think Maui is a real MGTOW alpha male, and wish in the future movies the happy end would be abandon the girl at the end and fly for the free life. (laughs) But you guys think that if Moana inspired by MGTOW lifestyle, then why is it above four characteristics? Reason is, majority of the movie fans are female, so Disney wants profit by selling what females need. And if the hero is a real MGTOW, then there is no movie to watch because he doesn't care any shit. Makes perfect sense. I mean, it's, this guy, the key nailed yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to comment aside from just yeah, nodding. It's it's, uh, it's the most coherent thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's so it's so. He starts off by saying like every one of these movies is just feminine, feminazi propaganda, sure, or whatever. Right. But this is the one that's not. Yeah. Okay. Because the the guy instead of staying with a girl, uh, who I believe is like twelve or something, and he's an right. uh, uh, ancient uh, demigod, yeah. uh, decides I'm going to go live my own life, kid. Have a take yeah. care. <laughs> uh, instead, he should have cohabitated with the uh, child. Yeah, when you're saying cohabitate, it's kind of like a guy who calls himself a citizen. It's just oh, like okay. a little too. No, it's just a, it's an odd way too to on the nose. phrase yeah, oh, sure, to phrase something, sure. you know? Yeah. So we talked about the new Lion King, uh-huh. and how uh, god awful it is. There was an, an article on uh, Vulture. It was talking about s- the scar from the new Lion King. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it was uh, horrifying. But here's a good little summary. 
Scar was better when he was gayer. Okay. He was once a sneering and delightful villain and is now just boring, sad, and poorly groomed. <laughs> While both Scar voice actors have brought a Shakespearean element to the character, Jeremy Irons' Scar fell into a lineage of characters the new Lion King feels like it is purposefully trying to ignore the coded as gay villain. Mm-hmm. So we know uh, Scar, Jafar. Theatrical, sure. They're just like wildly theatrical. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, like, they are gay, and Disney is, like, showing that gays are evil, villainous types. Oh, that's your thought? That's the way I would... I mean, the only gay characters in those movies are villains, right? What about Timon and Pumbaa? (laughs) First of all, they are also villains. I have a fan fan theory. We can talk about it later. But, uh, um, you're... These wildly, like, theatrical, sure. you know, effeminate the, characters. Like the, the Paul Lind, like, from yeah, Bewitched kind of thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I th- my, personally, I'd be like, okay, the new Scar is no longer that wildly gay stereotype. And this person is saying that, uh, no, it it's actually good the- that they're that the, <laughs> the villains are gay. Yeah. Ruins the movie by not having a... Mm-hmm. Hmm. But they, you do have uh, the new Timon, is uh, Billy Eichner. Sure. Who is... Nathan Lane. As gay as they get. Nathan Lane is... Nah, he's he's a bachelor. He's just... A, he's just... <laughs> he's waiting for the right guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's yeah. what my... My mom actually thought that in the 90s. Oh, about sure. Nathan Lane. God bless her heart. Just mm. holding out hope that he's going to be at fucking what? <laughs> public someday. I saw Nathan Lane. All right, this is a post from Twitter from user Maggie Anderson. My mom just called me drunk from a bar in Disney World to tell me I'm adopted. Mm. So my mom went to Disney World, and all I got with this was this soul-crushing, life-altering revelation. That's tough. That's tough. I wonder what mom was what, seeing there. Yeah, what, what kicked that? Pinocchio came out, and she's like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Six foot tall Pinocchio came out, and she's just like, "I gotta call I gotta my daughter." Say something, yeah, yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> that's a real shame. It was a uh, so I found a guy named uh, Nathan Kissler. He posted mm-hmm. several times on the Facebook group Disney World Orlando, which is not associated with Disney in any way. Just someone, one of those where someone creates it for some reason, and it gets like two hundred thousand. Followers, because it's like the people, first thing that comes up, whatever. Yeah, people don't yeah, know yeah. it has nothing to do with Disney. So this guy posted a few times. Jews with vengeance ride coming at Epcot Disney Park in two weeks with four sharks robots. I'm sorry? 30 minutes later. Jews with vengeance ride coming at Epcot Disney Park in two weeks with seven great white sharks robots. And about 30 minutes later. Jews with Vengeance Ride coming at Epcot Disney Park in two weeks with 500 Great White Sharks, Robots, Hurricanes, Tornadoes, and Doom. Boy, you lost me. <laughs> so, Gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what that's... Well, with four shark robots and then 30 minutes later with seven Great White Boy, Sharks robots. tough. And then <laughs> half hour later, 500 Great White Sharks, Robots, Hurricanes, Tornadoes, and Doom. Hmm. So my thought is... Uh, don't know the man, but I feel like he was like writing like a wish list or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Sure, he's just like thinking of like cool ideas yeah. that he wants. He's like, remember the old Jaws ride from Universal? Let's it's, kick. It's, let's put that and the uh, the natural disaster ride uh-huh. together. And it's Jews instead. <laughs> it's a ty- maybe it's a typo. Maybe it's a maybe it was his, like his phone. Mm. He's trying to say Jaws, but he accidentally typed Jews one time. Then every time he types Jaws, it just says Jews. That's an unfortunate uh, reoccurring typo, especially if you like to talk about Jaws on Facebook all the time. (laughs) My favorite movie is Jews. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boy, (laughs) when I saw Jews, I I didn't want to go back in the water (laughs) for a long time. (laughs) Okay. Very good. All right, we got one f- time for one more here. Yeah, go for it. All right. Last one before we s- get a bunch more on the bonus episode. Yeah. So this is another New York Post article that I found about the happiest place on earth. 
Man claims Disney World ruined his marriage proposal. Okay. A man is suing Disney World, claiming that the theme park ruined his wedding proposal. Mark Rubin, 57, flew with his girlfriend from New York to the Florida theme park, where he was planning to propose in front of Cinderella's castle at the Magic Kingdom. But his plans were spoiled, he claims, in a lawsuit when a park employee told him his proposal location was the the way of an an incoming parade route. After an argument, the 24-year-old worker told police that Rabin grabbed her shirt, yelled at her, and threatened to punch her. (laughs) Rubin pleaded no contest to disorderly conduct and was fined $100. Now Rubin is suing Walt Disney World Parks and Resorts for more than $15,000 for false arrest and negligence, claiming Disney falsely accused him of battery. According to the lawsuit, Rubin said he was asked by the Disney worker for a brief delay to wait for the rest of his group to come back from the concession stand. Rubin said there was a verbal altercation, but denied touching the cast member. A manager who was called over to assist did not see Rubin grab the employee, but said he witnessed Rubin's demeanor and arrogance. (laughs) Rubin was then escorted to park security and was later arrested. The safety of the people who work and visit our parks is very important to us, the Disney book version said in the statement. We will respond to the allegations as appropriate in court. Mm. So, unfortunately, that armed police officer was not there to (laughs) just shoot that guy (laughs) on sight. Yeah. And I can, I, and being, have, have been, been at Disney. I was at the Magic Kingdom two weeks ago. I can imagine this because they just come along, just kind of like, they don't really say anything. They're just like, there's a pretty, there's a fucking float coming. Just sure. Clear the street. So this guy's like, oh, the street's clear. I'm just going to kneel down in the middle of it. And here comes a, f- a 4,000 so pound float that's. Yeah. He wanted to kneel down, but then he got sc- scooted away. Right. Now did, He's like, just, uh, just, uh, just a minute. Now did the girlfriend like, see him kneeling and like it sort of broke up the engagement, or it was before know. he could do the engagement? I think it was like during. He, I think he was waiting. He was what from what waiting for people to come back from the concession stand to watch him propose. Gotcha. I see what's happening. Just very embarrassing, just in general. Mm, yeah. You, also, I wish I knew. Like, did she say yes or was? How could she not? <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with the fifteen thousand dollars coming their way, that's that's your honeymoon. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd like to go against the Disney lawyers in court. Oh, I don't think no. that would go Can very well. <laughs> like they got a uh, copyright law changed entirely. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty powerful. Yeah. Well, great. So uh, a lot of uh, horrifying Disney posts today, and you'll find more at Patreon.com/slash Report This Post. We will post. Uh, another little mini-sode with uh, some extra Disney bullshit. But in the meantime, let's get to our first and uh, most beloved segment <laughs> of the show. I'm talking about Twit or Twittent. Now, Christian. Yeah. Uh, this is uh this week's theme for Twit and Twit. Twit, Twitten, Twitten, Twitty, Twitter, Twitten. Uh, <laughs> is unfortunately very closely tied to something you did earlier, because uh, our good friend Oh No She Twitten mm-hmm. about a month ago she posted a thread called Democrats Running for President as Disney Characters. Do you remember this thread? I do, yeah. Okay, it was so, sent to us a couple times, yeah. So Twitter's funny gal, oh no, she twittin', she uh, did uh, all the Democratic candidates as, well, not all of them. This is where this comes into play. She did most of them <laughs> as different Disney characters with a short description of why. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that hers make more sense than the yeah, ridiculous article sure. that you did. So what I'm going to do I'm going to read three of them that she did. Okay. Of course, one of them is one that I concocted. Devious so. bastard. <laughs> Are you ready? I am. <clears throat> All right. Here it is. Democrats running for president as Disney characters. Julian Castro is LeFou because he's short and can never get a word in edgewise. Hmm. Kamala Harris is Mulan because she's smart and she kicks dudes' asses. God, sucks. Pete Buttigieg is Simba because he's really young, but he just can't wait to be king. Boy. Another one? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. 
Julian Castro is LeFou because he's short and can never get a word in edgewise. Kamala Harris is Mulan because she's smart and she kicks dudes' asses. Pete Buttigieg is Simba because he's really young, but he just can't wait to be king. Mm, mm, mm. Boy, I guess I should start paying more attention to this gal's posts, huh? <laughs> you think so? Is that what you get from that? <laughs> should, I un- should I unmute her? Um, she is on break right now, too, unfortunately. She's on a posting uh, hiatus. Yeah, it's, it's really impacted my overall I mood. <laughs> I hope it's nothing serious. Um, I'm going to go with the LeFou one. Julian Castro? Yeah. LeFou? Christian, you're right. Ah, wow. That was go. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, the other ones were uh, very much her. I'm um, very surprised that you uh, chose LeFou. Why is that? I don't know. Just a strange, rotund character. He's a short little squat guy. Okay, I'm not sure what you're getting at. I'm not getting at it. I just think it's a hmm, weird choice of a character. It sounds like, an, sounds like a personal attack, and I think oh, you're getting like back at me life. from... <laughs> and, uh, Christian, was there anything this week that made you say... This, this ain't, ain't it, Chief. Yeah, there sure was. Um, so I, I, I can't quite remember this is one of those things i'd like stumble upon like as i was getting ready for bed just laying there kind of scrolling mm-hmm. i saw an article uh tweet to an article um the title of which is son finds mummified baby in cardboard box in his mother's freezer oh that's not good a missouri man cleaning out his late mother's home just days after she lost her battle with cancer opened a box one that had been inside her freezer for as long as he remembered to find a mummified baby inside Adam Smith of St. Louis said that the nondescript container had a spot on every freezer, had a spot in every freezer in every home that he had ever shared with his mother. She always told him it contained what was left of her wedding cake, but she never said more than that. Oh, no. I'm 37. It's been in the freezer for 37 years, and I was always told it was a wedding cake topper, he told the news station. Smith made the horrific discovery over the weekend while cleaning out his mother's fridge shortly after she died. When he lifted the lid, he found the frozen remains of a human baby he now believes was his older sister. We're saying 46 or 47 years, that's how long. He said, I'm assuming it's my sister, been in the box in a freezer for this long. <laughs> Smith said the well-preserved <laughs> remains were wrapped in a blanket, the baby's skin still intact. There was a pink baby blanket, and I reached down touched it. I could feel a foot. I could <laughs> see the baby's head with hair. Hair was still attached to the head. Smith had recently moved in with his mother to help care for her amid her cancer battle. Authorities responded to the building on Sunday and are now investigating the death. Couple things. Yeah, it's a good freezer. Forty something years still. Well, this so every house they were in. So it's moved. Every fridge. Yeah. Okay. This lady took her frozen. Okay. Child. Okay. So that's Mm. that point's uh, rebutted. But this (laughs) next point. Okay. I think it's very bizarre that this woman put a dead baby on her wedding cake. (laughs) That's really weird. (laughs) Why'd she do that? Fuck. Should, oh man! If you do stand up again, you should you should do that. Oh wow! All right, I saw that and I said, "This ain't true." I, you're right to do that. Um, so <laughs> this post came across my uh, my my posting desk today. <laughs> Your tweet deck, and uh, it was uh, it was uh, someone responding to a, a Twitter thread called "Unpopular Opinion." Kurt Cobain. Oh boy. Okay. And this uh this person named Jaden at Psych Ward Slut said Oh god oh my. man. She'd still be here if she transitioned. Fuck anyone who romanticizes Kurt's suicide and fails to see how transphobia killed her. <laughs> there you have it. There's the answer. <sighs> Kurt Cobain died from transphobia yeah uh a double barrel transphobia i believe (laughs) in the kitchen just kitchen floor just a big mouthful of transphobia (laughs) god damn so i saw that and i said this ain't it to you thanks everybody go to patreon.com slash report this post for (laughs) more posts about 
Disney and then also other bonus episodes. We have a whole back catalog of this shit on there now. Yeah. Uh, we have a poll up there for current patrons only regarding a future episode we're going to do that could be fun. Dangling that mouse right isn't that there. <laughs> Isn't that a real good dangler? A poll? We have a store. Go to iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. That sounds good. I was going to say Etsy. I was like, when do we get an Etsy? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.